like they might be saying, hey, I'd rather anchor on that because you're better at that than me. Like they already know that and they plan that out in their head before me. I just got to show up and be like, fill me up. with fill all my holes. It's cool. <laughs> right. Just because you're MILF doesn't mean you want to mommy everybody on set. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> this is Melody Kush. This is Lana Del Bay. What's the weirdest place that you've had sex? I got to know. Oh my God. Yeah, that. Get on your knees. Like, oh, wow, like, that's really how it is in the cam world? I really like it. Sex tales. Hey, hey, sex squad. Welcome to today's episode of Sex Tales. I am Lana Del Bay, a full-time Chatterbait cam model, content creator, and orgasm enthusiast. Hey, what's up? My name's Mel Kush. I'm also a Chatterbait broadcaster and the owner of the Kush Tush. And we are here today with a guest who has over 10 years of adult industry experience under her belt. She is a performer that is as fun as she is foxy. We welcome the MILF Performer of the Year, Alexis Fox. How are you today? I am doing great. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. And so we just mentioned that you have taken home some serious awards this year, Mill Performer of the Year at both the Expos and the AVN Awards. Congratulations, first and foremost. Thank you. It's still kind of hitting me. And I, I see them in my in my room over there. And I'm just like, wow, I really did it. <laughs> it's amazing. It's <laughs> like such an honor. Sun- it really is. I, I love to uh, I loved, uh, be able to walk up on stage for Expos. And I was, you know, sitting out here on my couch for AVN. And... Um, yeah, I, 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 it's it's amazing honor, and and I'm really excited, and I can't wait for this year, and and see what it comes. So I'm gonna be trying some new stuff, and I'm excited. It must have been interesting to be able to accept an award in person, despite the world conditions right now. So that's really cool that you got to experience yeah. that. Yeah, that's you know honestly like that was super excited for me. I was nervous. I mean, like I was just thinking, please don't vomit on stage. Don't trip. Don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like all the things that could possibly happen. And like, consider it like everybody's like, well, what do you do on camera? And you're, you know, why would that make you nervous? It's a whole nother story being on stage live. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just saying, thank you. It's, it's, a, you know, I was not prepared, you know, I, everybody's my friend on that list. So I'm happy if whoever wins and, and, um, yeah, it was super excited. He got up there and I was like, I, I, you know, I, you forget to thank certain people. Your mind goes blank. You know, I like literally my stomach was shaking. My quads were shaking. I was yeah. like, okay, just pull it together. <laughs> I, I, I was able to get the tip of my hat out and I loved what I was wearing. So it was just uh, like perfect. I was going to... So, that was like my next like little gag. I was gonna like, oh my I have god! My top hat right in Honestly, <laughs> you rocked that outfit. Okay, so like maybe we can flash a little photo of that on the screen here. You were rocking that pantsuit. It was so gorge, and you were talking about not tripping on stage and stuff like that. Did you have like that's the kind of thing you don't think about when you're planning your award outfits, like the size of your heel and stuff like that. But you had a nice muted outfit probably with a low heel no my he- I had like a decent sized heel but but the the shoes that I had were like a rubbery sole so they was like walking in a sneaker with a heel like but it was okay. like an actual <laughs> heel heel it was really they're comfortable for heels which you know works for me and I could walk in it um yeah I'm actually really more I'm more I'm more comfortable in a pantsuit than I am in a dress. Uh, I think they look absolutely astonishing on women. 
I love the top hat. I've always wanted to wear one. This was like a perfect excuse to do it. Why not? You're on the red carpet, the tails, the cane. And I have to give it credit to my, again, my best friend uh, and business partner, um, Joe. <laughs> Because he, uh, he picked the outfits this year. I was like, hey, what do you want to wear? And he knew that I would want to wear a suit. And so he was like, let's do this. And I was like, absolutely, let's do it. And oh, so we actually, so our fun. outfits kind of matched. It was kind of fun. Yeah. The <laughs> cane is such a good accessory, too, because it's such a good posing accessory. Yeah, like, it's so such a strong, fun. like, thing. It's like, boom. Like, you know, and I don't know. I I just, I, just, I was feeling myself. I, I will tell you that for sure. <laughs> Well, you certainly made a better choice than me. I wore very tall, pointy heels, and it hurt a lot. Um. Yeah. Oh, I learned. Uh, trust me. I learned my lesson the first time I walked the avian carpet, and I was wearing uh, Louis Vuittons or, you know, some bullshit like Socates. Why? Why would I going to put my feet after doing a convention, try to squeeze my, like, snossage's toes in that, like, pointy thing, and you're up so high? My feet hurt for, like, I think a good two weeks afterwards. Like, I, I would wear flip-flops, oh, yeah. and my feet would hurt. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, I actually dislocated my toe after a X-Biz a couple years oh, ago. I, I didn't even I didn't even understand. The next morning, I woke up. My toe is dislocated. I'm like, oh, I'm never wearing those heels again. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, my God. So, oh, you just, okay so you just won, like, MILF Performer of the Year. Yes. Um. So wh- how did you, like, what's it like being a MILF Performer? Did you go into the industry with the intent of being a MILF Performer? Or was the title given to you after you'd been in for a while? Uh, actually, you know, uh, I had big boobs and my age made me a milf right away. <laughs> so uh, it's it's kind of like that's how the industry is a little bit, you know, like the mommy uh, milkers. Yeah, when you get the big knockers, it's usually going to put you kind of in the milf range a little bit, or it can. It all depends up to you and how you want you your your career to be labeled. I didn't get, I didn't care. Like, hey, if, you know, that's great. It's been, you know, the milf category is a huge category. It's it gets a, you know. It's one of the top categories that gets clicked a mm-hmm. lot and I'm grateful for all of that. And, um, yeah, the start of my, like the whole start, like I just kind of got in on a whim. Basically I was living in Miami, Florida and I answered a Craigslist ad to, ad to be an extra, uh, for <laughs> dancing bear which I've seen, I was a big porn watcher. I'm a free spirit. I like to fuck. So I was like, oh my God, I get to go to this live porn movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let me go there. And we got there. Or actually I went by myself and I got there and, um, I was like signing in or whatever. And they were, they all had us all this women in a room and they're like, if you want to do this, you make this amount of money, like show tits, kiss your friend. Dah, dah, dah. And they were only going to blow job that day. And you know how many free fucking blowjobs I gave, you know? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> they're like, you're going to make this X amount of money to give a blowjob. I just was like, no brainer. Like, I don't have to check in with anybody. Like, not that I would have. But, like, yeah. So, that's kind of, like, how my entire career started of me just going, fuck yeah, I can do that. And, uh <laughs> I really wasn't nervous about it until the dick was like, like, oh my God, now it's my time to perform. And I was like, oh shit, I'm, I got a really suck dick now. And all I kept saying in my head <laughs> was just don't take as long as the girl before you. Cause it was like a really long time. And I was like, let me just suck this dick as best as I can. And you know, you, you go through your mind of all the porn that I've watched before and like how they were sucking dick. And I'm like, that's what I'm going to mimic. And 
do you know you get your own technique you know like the salt and pepper shaker like whatever <laughs> like you just got, like I went <laughs> oh, in there, there. You go, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody knows that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, uh, that, <laughs> you can do that anywhere. Everybody's like, it's either a hand job or a blow job if you move the head, you know? like. <laughs> <laughs> and is there a story behind how you got your name? Uh, I called a friend. Uh, so anyway, they loved my performance. And they were like, hey, we'd love to book you tomorrow for, you know, a boy, girl. Are you down for that? And I was like, fuck, yeah. How much do I make? Yeah. Like, at first, though, like, it was just like. You know, I wasn't working at the time. I needed a job. So at first for me, it was like, I, I love sex. So I get that. And I get to make money at this. Like, again, no brainer. So I was like, yeah, just tell me what I need to do. And he was like, okay, well, what's your name going to be and stuff like that? I called a friend who was in marketing. And it's just like, you know, kind of play on words, uh, you know, the F-A-W-X. It ends up being more like said as Fox than fucks. But it goes either way. Like, I'm not going to sit around and correct yeah. a bunch of fans on it. You know, it's. It's whatever. I'm glad to be recognized. Like, hey, they know who I am, so it's good. <laughs> do you ever do you ever want to make like a Guy Fox parody? Uh, <laughs> I never thought of it really. You can wear the mask. Are you into parody boy? Yeah, I can totally, totally <laughs> could. I have some really cool little outfits. I got a tail. <laughs> I have fun with it. Like a fox, there you go. You can be Alexis Fox. I mean, Fox works on like so many different levels. So many. You know? And I mean, that's what I also like the play on words itself. So that's why I've been able to use like for my coffee and for my podcast, you go into like high AF, high as Fox. It's mm-hmm. a, or high as Fox show. It's a way of getting, you know, AF, Alexis Fox, my initials and things mm-hmm. that are more mainstream without scaring off main, you know, you know how we're always, you know, sex workers are sometimes viewed in in the public eye and hopefully you know in some cases hopefully that's you know turning however for some it's never going to turn so it is what it is and but if they can like my coffee if they can like my podcast and realize that later they'll realize that their way of thinking may be wrong hell yeah and give them coffee tell us a little bit about your coffee tell us a little bit about your coffees it's hot high af coffee so high as fuck coffee is it like cannabis laced what's the um, deal so how I came up with the coffee is I was uh, smoking a joint in my hammock in my backyard on a Sunday, you know, having a cup of coffee. I feel like those things go hand in hand. It's Sunday, fun day. That's how I like to unwind and relax. I'm, I'm a very busy person. And mm-hmm. I was like, I need to have my own coffee because I love traveling around the world and trying coffee at different places, uh, especially like the local roasters. Like I'm always like, tell me if I especially have time there, I'm like, Where's the local roaster? I want to try a local coffee. And usually I'll pick up the beans, you know. And um, I called my friend who is a roaster. And I was like, hey, I want to have my own coffee. How do I get this started? And we came up with the name High AF Coffee because it's like high altitude for coffee. Because coffee is mostly grown in high altitudes. It's all a slick way of the play. Because high AF is such a cute little fun term. And maybe eventually... The plan is to have the cafe, high AF cafe, where people can come because it's legal now, especially in the state of Nevada. They just passed um, uh, legislation to allow cannabis lounges. So eventually, so it's not laced at all, but it's something to that you could smoke a joint and have a cup of coffee and it's great coffee. It's luxury, beautiful boutique coffee. And, yeah. um, or even, or even just have like pastries to accompany yeah, that. that I mean, anything. Like, I'm not saying you'd have to smoke, like you don't like, but that's just how I came up with it. 
They have CBD beer here in Portland, Oregon. So yeah, I mean, throw it in some coffee. (laughs) Well, you can. I, 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 but this is the thing. Like, I don't like to mess with people's dosages because I never know. So why would I want to limit that? So my suggestion is this: uh, whether it's CBD, THC, or whatever that tincture is, I say use a tincture. Uh, That way, you know what you're measuring out. And sometimes people get jittery with coffee. So if you throw maybe a little CBD in there or put a little CBD under your tongue, then that may take the jittery away or just relax you for the day or however, whatever the reason is that you're using it. Um, Good advice. My mom substitutes instead of smoking cigarettes, sometimes she'll smoke a CBD cigarette, which I'd rather have her do versus the nicotine because she likes that smoking and coffee feel. So if it's, it's a classic. It's, yeah. So if it's it's benefiting her versus her buying shit that's filled with chemicals, then I'm gonna support that. You know what I mean? So totally. that was just the reason behind it. But yeah, you can have that coffee with anything. Pastry is whatever you want. Um sometimes a good afternoon coffee is good. I had one before getting on because I just had a really busy morning. But I'm pretty sure I'm on my third coffee. Day, so. <laughs> I cut myself off because otherwise I won't sleep well. So yeah, after a certain time, after the afternoon, like after two o'clock, I won't have any more coffee. Huh. Well, your coffee sounds really interesting. I'm I'm excited to hear more about the cafe. Is there a timeline for that or is that just like an eventual plan? Uh, or? Eventually, I mean, the pandemic kind of like, you know, slowed a lot of things up and stuff like that. So just kind of sorting that all around. Um, I'm becoming much more of a local Vegas fan right now, which is going to be very good for that type of business. For instance, I just also did a collab. Um, Joe, can you grab me that can? I'll show it and throw me the coffee. I'll show you guys what it looks like. Um, So this is my coffee. Good catch. Thanks. (laughs) So that's like the AF. That's like a little, little, little logo. This is our Peru organic. Oh, so if you like medium roast, this is a good one for it. Also, most of our coffee is, um, I like low acidity because I don't want to upset anybody's stomach. But what I was saying before, so what I did is I have a friend that um, uh, owns a brewery here and it's a local brewer, like a micro brew called Astronomy Aleworks, and we put my coffee in beer. So now, oh, you could see. Nice. Uh, I don't know. It's a little blurry, but but it's right like a stout, is, I guess, maybe. Huh? Or so is this here stout? is an it's actual. Like it's a golden ale with vanilla okay. wow. and cinnamon and my coffee in it. So it's a five point five percent. We did actually three beers. This is the first one we got canned because it did so well. It's called Cheers to Breakfast. Um, we also did a blonde ale around Halloween, pumpkin era. So we did like a pumpkin latte, oh. coffee, beer. And then in Christmas we did a coffee stout, which was phenomenal. And that was like a nine That's point something. I had two. I'm not, I was, I was white girl wasted, man. I, I, I'm not a big drinker to be honest, but I, I like making things that people love. Right. So, um, and of course I'm going to drink and use all my own products. So, uh, yeah, I had two, it was blasted, but it was a great party. We had a big, uh, keg, uh, keg tapping here. They were all successful, nice. but this is our first one that way. I hope we do our stout too. Cause that would be really good. And the pumpkin one would be more of a seasonal type thing. I believe. Um, nice. Actually, the stout like works around Christmas. It's just like good hearty beer around Christmas, if that makes sense. So sure, yeah, of course, it's like a dessert beer. You know, it's like what you what you have instead of dessert when there's just no more room left, and <laughs> yeah. you still want to keep drinking. Or or, or it's a very light dinner. <laughs> oh, I, I start with I start with dessert sometimes. I'm like, fuck it. Can you bring me the cake first? 
And we'll, I see, think and we'll see where we go with that, you know? Right, I don't I care. I work out, dude. I don't give a shit. Like, that's why I work out. I think out. the pandemic has taught us that you should always eat dessert first because life is short. Right. <laughs> Did you run out of things to watch during the pandemic? Well, don't worry, because Cam Girlfriend's about to be your new favorite show. It stars Lily LeBeau, and it's all about the crazy world of webcam. It's going to make you laugh your ass off and maybe turn you on a little bit. So go check it out now on the Camming Life YouTube channel. I would love to hear about a little bit more of your industry work, though. Can yeah. you tell us about some of the your favorite scenes that you like to shoot? Do you like girl-girl, gangbangs? Like, what's your favorite kind or kinds to shoot? Well, I love what I do because of the variety. I, I love variety. So I love the girl-girl just as much as I'm going to love a gangbang. I'm going to love – I've only done one gangbang so far in my career, um, and that was for a showcase I did. Um, and – Summer showcase I did or for another gaming? I can't remember. Anyway, um I think oh, I think I did for the showcase. Heart for Hard X. Um I uh hopefully we'll be doing a gangbang for browsers coming up. Um Ooh. yeah, because it's an, I'm in the mood for it, you know. Uh <laughs> it's I, a I mood, just like it's a whole fuck. mood, right? Like, you know, so to me the variety <laughs> is the best. And I like I like playing characters with dialogue just as much as I like Gonzo. Like sometimes just to dress up sexy and crazy and then just that hot, passionate rawr is so hot. And then sometimes, like, I really love playing a character and getting into it. Like, I love, I, I, I do enjoy that. So it's a different kind of challenge when you have something else other than like show up and fuck. It's like, okay, now I gotta like put on this yeah. whole show. Yeah. Now I gotta dive into this character and be that person. It's like really cool. Yeah. And for your first gangbang, can you maybe share a little bit about the mechanics of a gangbang? Like, what did you learn about gangbangs that differentiated from other scenes you shot? Like, what are some of the challenges there? Uh, you know, first of all, with a gangbang, I always, or anytime I do a DP when there's, or like a multiple dick type of situation, I always request that the guys have always have done DP or gangbangs prior. So they already know what their job is and what they're going to do. Because honestly, my job is there to kind of relax and, and kind of, they're kind of put me in positions because there's going to be put in positions where it's good for camera angles and stuff like that. And my job, the more relaxed I am, the more, the easier it is for me, you know, in a sense, and an easier for them to put me in the positions in which they need to put me in. Um, as far as, I, I, and especially with DPs, I prefer if it's like like if there's one main guy, I'm like, well, who do they like to work with when they're doing a DP? Yeah, because so it's clockwork when it's that way. And honestly, it's just uh, there's no like rehearsal or it's just like any other porn. You're gonna start probably start out with getting the girl naked, blowjob, pussy eating, and then it's gonna go to vag, anal, DP, and then they're gonna you know they're gonna each take their turn, and that's also gonna be reliant. And then what's great if the guys have worked together and they're and they're or they do gangbangs on and they're used to that is that then you don't, you know, one guy isn't going to be out for long if he needs to get hard or, you know what I mean? Like it's, it, it's there, there's going to be constant action and stuff like that. Everybody is aware of everybody's boundaries. Uh, everybody is, you know, um, 
you know, everybody's looking out for one another in a sense, and everybody's comfortable in those positions. You know, like, again, those guys don't sign up for what they're not, you know, what they're not going to be comfortable with either. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things flying in all different places. So you got to be comfortable with touching someone next to you. You know what I mean? Stuff we've like definitely that. heard that before from other people that we've interviewed about, like the people that have worked together before. It's always nice to have that because they already kind of understand the way that the other person works. It's good and to have gonna- that. Yeah, and their timing and what positions is going to work with well with them. Like, like they might be saying, hey, I'd rather anchor on that because you're better at that than me. Like, they already know that and they plan that out in their head before me. I just got to show up and be like, fill me up. with will fill all my holes. It's cool. Let's do it. Yeah. Right, just because you're a MILF doesn't mean you want to mommy everybody on set. Fuck no. <laughs> No, that's just a role I play once in a while. (laughs) (laughs) And you've been shooting a lot of outdoor scenes and stuff like that for Brazzers. What's it like shooting out there in the wilderness? Yeah, I kind of suggested that. I think that's one of those suggestions. Brazzers is so good with, like, listening to – you really feel seen and heard because, you know, we can come up with ideas like, hey, I think this would be really hot. I would love to – create a scene or have something like that happen and usually like the, those things can happen and being outdoors I'm a nature girl I think outdoor sex is hot um mm-hmm. it's it's that also I mean we never like we always pick really safe spots to do those things in um so that we're not going to be in trouble or get walked upon or any you know we because we're all looking out and then we also look around to make mm-hmm. sure no one you know no one's going to go down that road. We pick a secure, safe spot <laughs> to do these things. And um, it's sexy. It's beautiful. Yeah. And you're out in nature. It's just natural. And there's something raw and beautiful about that. And anytime I can be involved in something like that, I'm like, sign me up. It's it's hot. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm I not- agree. Yeah, have you ever been out on a hike with your man or your girlfriend and be like, hey, dude, slip it in? You know, I actually filmed some girl girl content at the nude beach here in uh, Oregon, and Ooh, it was just so I much fun, so beautiful. Yeah, definitely <laughs> do. But what are some of the challenges that maybe you face, like filming outdoors, bug bites, bugs, branches? Oh, yeah, I think like all the yeah. yeah, anything natural. <laughs> or nature, you're in nature for one, so you're in you're in their home. Uh, you know, so you know that could be an issue. Uh, finding the spot so that you're safe, secure, and also you know. You don't want to be around, you don't want to pick a spot where it's going to be heavily traveled for obvious reasons, you know, like yeah. there's, there's all types of people out in nature. Um, um, you know, those, that could be a challenge, you know, to find like a, a not like an untraveled path, or a good safe spot to do, you know, any of that. Even when I do my own content outside, like I, I got to be careful. Um mm-hmm. For you me, know, it was and, and unpredictability of the sun and the weather. I mean, For it me might it was be beautiful, mosquitoes. and then it might, it might, uh, well, mosquitoes would be more like in Miami. <laughs> yeah, we had to like b- slather our bodies with bug spray, and then we had to pretend like we didn't taste like chemicals. It was awesome. Oh, God, yeah. that's horrible. <laughs> so to get away with not using bug spray, when especially, okay, yeah, you're in Oregon, so that would make sense why there would be mosquitoes there. Eat raw garlic. And if you eat a clean oh. diet, you're not going to smell bad. No, yeah. I eat a lot of garlic anyway, so I'm just eat trying to keep away the vampires. Yeah. Yes, eat raw garlic in the morning. That's what I use in Costa Rica. So when I go to Costa Rica, I do a lot of – I have a friend down there that's a really beautiful photographer. He's been working in – like he worked with um, 
before digital cameras. <laughs> so he has many years. And so we'll go out in nature and we do nude shots and um, all kinds of stuff and, and everything while we're out in nature. And um, that's some of the best photography and most fun I've ever had because literally we wake up. I don't even shower. I don't even brush my hair. There's no makeup involved. It's just out having fun. And when you're out Rah. having fun like that, you, you, it just translate and it translates in film and in photography so well. Yeah, definitely. I completely agree. I mean, here, I, I grew up around the mountains in Vancouver. Now I'm in Montreal. So I'm missing that mountain. Now that I do photography, I'm like, man, I just got to head to the west of the side of the country and get that beautiful nude mountain shot. Like there, there's nothing oh, like a so photography. Sexy. I'm totally with you on that. So sexy. <laughs> And I mean, if you shot a lot outdoors, would you consider one of those like a like one of the craziest places you've had sex, or can you think of maybe like an indoor spot? Where's the craziest place that you can think of that you've had sex? You know, it's so hard after being in the industry for twelve years. Like nothing <laughs> seems strange. It's like what's crazy? I don't and even wild. know. I'm just like, eh. like I like sometimes I'll remember shit, but like. <laughs> Yeah, I fucked in an abandoned building in Miami once for fuck team five or whatever. Oh, no, that was college door. I'm like, that was pretty wild. But like, I don't know. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I, you get, oh, it's not tainted, but like, I don't, you know, what? I've, done, I've fucked in a lot of places. I don't know, like, I don't know what would be strange, wild or, or crazy anymore. But yeah, I fucked in an abandoned building in Miami. That was for Bang Bros when I was contracted with them in the beginning of my career. That was pretty wild. There was like no running water like for anything. It was it was wild. It was like <laughs> baby wipes. You don't know baby what, yeah. Well, you didn't know what happened in that. Like that was just a hotel that was abandoned. So you're just like there could be people living on the floor. But like, uh huh. <laughs> that that sounds crazy. But you're totally right. You do get like very like not jaded, but like you stop being shocked by things. Yeah, I'm just not. <laughs> like I'm just like oh, we're fucking there today. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Like, I don't so, even think twice about it anymore. I'm like, okay. And then I'm a, the only thing I look around, I'm like, okay, how am I going to do this so I don't like, you know, bruise my knees? <laughs> you know, like whatever. I, step on on, I just recently glass. fucked on a motorcycle. <laughs> like, yeah, that, it, that was a first. I've never fucked, fucked on a motorcycle. That happened recently. That was pretty cool. Oh, and then all the time I'm like, I hope this doesn't tip like over. But okay, we're doing good. We're doing good. <laughs> just the vibrations. I mean, I would fuck myself on a motorcycle just by sitting on it and turning it on. It like. wasn't running. I'll tell you that. It was not running. I was sitting still, but. Uh, you know what? I once was on a motorcycle for three hours. The first hour was pleasurable as fuck. The next oh. two hours, I couldn't feel my like, clit. So. Yeah, it's like using it to touch you for way too long. There's only so much pleasure you can endure. <laughs> oh, talk about a Hitachi. So I, ha I actually have a camming slash Hitachi story. I was Ooh. webcamming. This is naked.com a long time ago. God, that was a long time ago. And uh, it was like a 24-hour camming contest. So I brought it. I was like, oh, I'll use my Hitachi. Da, 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 da. And I was like, <laughs> eh, 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 over. I mean, we're talking this is a 24-hour time. Uh, I think I won. I think oh, I actually won it. I think I did beat, beat number one. But after that, <laughs> I had to sit with peas frozen. It was fucking numb. It was swollen. I swear to God, I will oh. never use a Hitachi ever again. I can't. You never. Okay. So, you know, guys, you know, some guys dicks are really sensitive at the top. Right. So you have to stroke them more on the on their shaft for, and not touch their head because it's just too much. Like all their blood goes there. It's like, oh, my God, I'll never come that way. So it was it's kind of like that. How it happens to my clit now. If I use a vibrator, 
holy shit, I can't ever use it ever again. Like, it's it ruined me for life. All vibrators or just I don't use any vibrators. I don't like them. Hey. So what is your favorite sex toy? My fucking hands. Yeah. Yeah. I rather feel a human being over an object, but I love fucking chicks with a strap on. I don't really particularly like it on me, but I think that's because I'm a little bit more dominant. But I will. I love laying pipe on a girl, but like, um, I I personally don't. But you know what I mean. Like I'll I'll do all the toys and play with her, but like, not on me. Like I rather you feel the hands. I want to feel a mouth. I want to feel a real dick. Like I I want to feel like a heartbeat behind all that. <laughs> well, and now that you've done camming, I'm sure you get some custom video requests, or even just in your your general adult industry life. Have you gotten any like favorite? Like, what are some of your favorite custom requests that you've received from some of your fans? I like being like like it. One of my favorite requests is being Dr. Fox. Whenever I do the cock ratings, um, I had them. I take it. I wear my doctor's outfit. I have a computer. I request certain materials. I request. Actually, quite a few things. I request a soft pick, a hard pick, three points points of view, upside, below, showing the scrotum, a 10-second jerk-off clip. No more, no less. 10 seconds is what I need. Otherwise, I do mark off. Uh, if they miss any of those items, I do tell them, and I do mark off points. Uh, it's a rating scale from 1 to 10, and we talk about it all. And I'm very Got honest. It. And we talk about, yeah. you know, manscaping versus completely shaved, how that stubble can fucking feel like sandpaper on our pubic bone. And you're like, no, that doesn't feel good, sir. <laughs> let it be a man. Be a man, please. Uh, right, let it grow out for a few days. Like sometimes. that sandpaper feeling. Yeah, I mean, it's like kind of the same. Like, if we did, like, that'd be like me, like, well, I don't have to shave. I got the laser hair, but that'd be like back in the day of me, like, growing a bush out, shaving it, having like five o'clock shadow and just fucking face fucking a dude for a while like he would be like ow that hurts right yeah. don't do that to us man I grow up being a man you know clip, so you take keep it nice and neat I'm not trying to floss later but like you know like you want to keep it nice and neat so we'll get into all the details uh you know I like the soft and hard pick and the reason why I ask them because I've been at like well why do you want that because guys are sometimes embarrassed I'm like don't be embarrassed I just want to know if you're a grower or a shower it gives it like when you ask them all these materials, it gives you something to talk about. You make it fun for them. They learn something maybe like, hey, clean your fucking room before you send these types of pictures to people. Yes. Don't do it at a toilet. It's weird. Well, like, okay, thank don't you. Don't use a flash. Grossest thing don't, ever. Don't use a flash. I don't want to see your toilet. Yeah, no, no girl wants <sighs> to see May's toilet. Please. Like, you know, if you're going to do it, I'm like, give us all those angles because I know that angle makes it look really big. It's not all that big. And then you have the guys that will try to like, try to fool me and say, it's like four different dicks. I'm like, dude. I'm a dick professional, okay? Like, you're not going to scam me on some fucking bullshit fake dicks along the line. You get a zero for that, buddy. And I will totally rip them apart. Like, I don't care. Like, it's fun. Yeah, and then you know what? And then, you know what? They'll pay you again to, for you for, to do it yeah, right. You yeah, yeah. And it's it's fun. And they know what they're getting themselves into. You know what I mean? Like, there's, mm-hmm. you know, it's those are some of my fun ones because I can, I get to be creative they're sending me mm-hmm. stuff. They know that it's interactive. They know that I it's me looking at it. It's me doing the whole thing. 
And it's really become a thing. Like I wear the glasses. It's, you know, it's, it's a character. Do you do it live or do you record something for I him? I record something for him. Okay. Something you, I was like, oh, a live, a live know, doctor's live appointment. Decorating. Oh, yeah. that's that's hilarious. Hilarious. That would be something you could do during camming, during your like private sessions and stuff like that, where they like, hmm. you could go cam to cam. Totally. And I would charge more for that though. Yeah. I feel like some guys might even get off with you doing that in public chat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they love that shit in public chat. But I'm like, yeah, you gotta, mm-hmm. you know, pay me, motherfucker. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna, I, and I don't joke yeah, about every, it. Like, yeah, this is a service. This is why you're paying me. Oh, yeah, and every, and I mean, you have to justify, you know, exposing that to everyone else in the room who might not be interested in this guy's penis. Yeah, that's know? why so I would take him into private. It's gotta be worth your time. If I yeah. did that. So, penises aside. Um, <laughs> I love you, vaginas, too. <laughs> uh, you wrote and starred in the Unbound series by yeah. Digital Playground, yes? yes, which was nominated for the best group sex scene at the Avian. Oh, it was such a fun. That was one Can- of my yeah that that group sex scene that orgy. They just kept filming, and eventually like, they were like, uh, we have enough time, and we just were like, okay, keep filming. Like, we're, we're having great, like, I mean, I think we were growling. It was great. It was so, like, I, I know why I got nominated, because we were all, f- we were fucking for pleasure and just having a really good time. And, again, that translates over on, you know, through the camera, and that's exactly what I wanted that to be. So... To have, you know, to be sitting in your living room, write stuff out, plan out this pitch, pitch it and then be part of the whole making of it from like character uh who's going to play those characters you know the staging of it the what the set should look like all that stuff and working directly with the the producer and the director it was it was really cool it was those are experiences that like i love and anytime i can be involved it allow and then because it really allows an outlet for your creativity and we're not just like we're not just singular people. We have so many like you're a content creator. There's you're, you know there's so many more things than you do just just webcam. You're creating these worlds. You're creating this fantasy. You're creating this content. You're doing so many things. Put it out in writing. You know there's also really cool erotica literature that's out there. You know turn those things into scenes. Turn those into other content and then maybe other have then turn that into like you know shooting other people. So. So yeah, do you absolutely. plan on on writing and starring in more of your own stuff? Or oh, yeah, for sure. Of- oh, yeah, yeah. Like I did The Voyeur Next Door. I've done a couple of things already. And like nice. I said, what's so great about, you know, being with, you know, contract with a company is like if I have an idea, you know, I just I write I, I'm very thorough with my ideas. I kind of have like an overactive imagination. So I get very detailed. But I like that because it will paint the whole picture. So there's no like. That way, if you like it, then you, we already have a good running start of where we're going. So, like, character analysis, like, like the character's background stories, I'll even write. Like, it's – I like it, though. Like, I mean, anything that you have full control over like that, it becomes a passion project. You know, you want it to succeed, um, which brings us to your podcast. I mean, this is something that uh, you – I saw that you were doing it mostly mid-pandemic-ish. Are you still doing it today? Yeah, absolutely. In fact, we're going to be shooting a, a podcast uh, around 4 o'clock today. Um, oh, oh, so yeah. tell me a little bit about yeah. it. So how that all started was I was running a comedy, hosting a comedy show in L.A. called The Highest Fox Show. Um, it's uh, cannabis-friendly, and people would come. We would smoke up. 
And then we would go enjoy some comedy, uh, music, and it was like a variety show. And it was great. And we all smoked together afterwards. It was a, a really cool place for people to get along. It was really nice because people are actually putting their phones down and actually talking and having a good time. You know what I mean? It was it was awesome. Nice. I love seeing that. Pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. What do we do? So, again, business partner, best friend Joe uh, came up. He was like, hey, we should you know turn it into a podcast. And I was like, that'd be great. It gave us something to do. It gave us an outlet for our creativity. You know what I mean? Like it, it was wonderful. And then eventually when people felt comfortable about leaving their home, they could come over and we could interview them, you know, some industry folks and it just slowly progressed. And I, I just like, I've learned a lot. I think I've definitely gotten better at podcasting. <laughs> and we it, have it, to. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, you know, and honestly, like anything, the more you do it, the better you become at it. So just keep doing it. So I, I, I like, I actually really like it. I've learned so much about different people that I would have never, you know, other talents they have, how they got, you know, where they started, families, like all kinds of stuff. Like it's, it's a ta- it's amazing. And I found it's interesting that you don't always have a guest on. Like, it's not strictly guest-based that you often just banter with your yeah. co-host. Yeah, oh, we have a blast. Like, and you guys just... I mean, maybe I... I, I just I, talk shit all day. It's like... <laughs> who who is your co-host, by the way? Huh? Yeah, tell us about your co-host. Yeah, so tell me about... Joe, they want to know about you. So my my, my co-host, uh, you know, he's he's my best friend. He's also my he's also my business partner. Um, he manages he manages me really um, and helps me key stay on focus and um, set things up. Helps me edit. Helps me film stuff. Really, a hundred percent there. Big support system. And he was helping me run the comedy show. So and he's done podcasts before, so he kind of understand you know understands the setup of it and how it runs. And we've just become really just so close as best friends that it just feels like brother and sister. So that banter is just really, he's totally giving me the evil lie right now. (laughs) (laughs) But that's our banter. That's like, you know, I'm the, he called, I don't know if you guys watch uh, your mom, two bears in a, two is it two bears in a cave? With uh, Tom Segura and uh, Bert Kreischer. Oh, um, oh I'm like hilarious. Bert and them. he's like Tom. <laughs> like, it's, that's our relationship. <laughs> I'm a little crazy. <laughs> I'm like, we'll be we'll be in the middle of the podcast. I'm like, yeah, I ate some mushrooms. This is going to be fun. <laughs> like, you know, like, he's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so great when you find that that special someone who just kind of completes you on all those different levels and it just jives yeah you know? it's like you know he's family and i don't have family here so to have family you know someone to call family someone i can rely on you know i think that's important when you're you know working at high levels in your career and you're doing a lot of things you need at least one good person to help you you know keep you grounded and help you make decisions sometimes it's not always easy and guide you and when you need guidance or you know just kind of be there when you need that support you gotta have that bestie energy as well as your human bestie we saw some furry friends when you first were here can you tell us about how many pets you have yeah they saw (laughs) yeah i also have a bunny upstairs but uh so you have two dogs and a bunny yeah Oh, wow. You got a full house or a fur house, I guess. Yeah, I do. I do. Well, it was all like, you know, by chance. You know, I came with JoJo. I uh, I rescued uh, Loki from Joe. Oh, 
get away with one there, didn't you? <laughs> I rescued him, I swear. Um, or he says I stole him. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> and then I, I rescued, uh, I did rescue the bunny for sure. Um, I, just, I just found it wandering in my neighborhood on two different occasions. And then on the second occasion, I was like, okay, I'm just going to take this bunny. It needs help. And um, so that's what I did. I, I, I'm a big nature lover. I'm going to help things out, you know. Aww, that's, Aww, so that's so cute. cute. My hairdresser actually rescued some squirrels, and now she has them living in her hair salon, and they are the cutest things ever. Oh, my ever. God, that's so they, fun. They, they bury nuts in all the hair. It's really oh, hilarious. So <laughs> Honestly, like, squirrels are squirrels are really underestimated. I mean, they can be they can be, they can be aggressive when they're not, you know, in the right state of mind, but so can I. You know, right. I like, but... <laughs> Squirrels are so unbelievably cute and underrated. I actually have a good friend. uh, I have a good friend online. We've never met. We just like really became good friends online. And uh, she actually does rescue squirrels and has like a whole setup for them. And she rescues all sorts of animals. Like some she's like, some may not actually make it, but she'll make it very comfortable for them. Like she's, she's got a huge heart, huge, huge heart. I don't know how she does. Like I couldn't do that for I couldn't see, oh, well, maybe I could. Like, I think it'd just be hard to lose those animals one after another sometimes. But, you know, people, some sure people just, like, are really cool, and gets then there's easier. just sometimes they may have fallen or maybe got attacked or something. Well, there's those people Aww. that, like, take in pets that are, like, on their last leg, and they just give them a comfortable space to, like, have their last part of their life. And that's, like, a certain type of human being. You have to have, like, a certain kind of heart in order to do that because it is really hard. Like, you're like, oh, I'm taking you to say goodbye. Yeah. And sit with me. Right? That's a special kind of person right there. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll be that person. I just don't like anything to die. I'm like, no. I just like, it's, I, I, like it's, it, I just kind of realized and kind of set on that, like, my my oldest dog, Joe, Joe, which I've had forever, he's 12. Well, that's considered a senior. So I'm like, holy crap, I have, like, a senior dog. Like, it just, mm-hmm. you know, and now, like, he, we found out that he had kidney disease. So, you know, to change his diet, you know, I, I have to stop feeding him so many treats. You know, all those things that I mm-hmm. love to do. But it's it's crazy how pets don't see. I don't know. Pet nothing seems to age around me. I guess <laughs> just like don't age. Don't <laughs> <get old. laughs> and I I mean was I mean it sounds like you're very passionate about animals. Did you ever consider like a career in that path or like what what did you study in university? Uh, I actually studied uh, physiological psychology with a specialization in neuroanatomy. So basically, how the mind and body work together oh. in a lot of ways. Um, wow, I started out as a dietetics major, um, cause I was, I was, I was in the air force and I started going to college while I was in the air force. And, um, I started out in university of North Dakota where there was, a, I was a dietetics major. And then when I transferred out to DC in Baltimore, I had to transfer schools and then they didn't have that degree. So I basically, the reasons why we eat have to deal with our physio- physiology and it has to deal with our psychology. So I basically took through these two, took those two main things and just married it together. And then, um, added, I really love how the brain works. So ne- adding a neuroanatomy was just something that was easy to do. 
do you, do you apply that to your sex life or right. to your, your <laughs> well, I, I <laughs> think we do apply that in some degree. I mean, I was also a massage therapist. So working with the body, with working with the mind and body again, mm-hmm. you know, it kind of like, I didn't really realize what I was doing it, you know, going through those steps, but I think I was just preparing. You just kind of learn a deeper understanding by human behavior and itself and why bodies react in the way they react. You know, you learn how to touch a person differently you know, almost, you know, and rather going in hard, you, you introduce yourself, you touch slowly, which can turn into, that's being sensual. You know, you can yeah, take your sensuality. with intention is, yeah. is very different than just like grabbing somebody. I totally agree. Like the mind body thing. I do yoga every day and it's such a practice of like grounding yourself and understanding, connecting your mind to your body, but also letting go. It's, it's so important for your mental health. I'm sure that those practices helped you a lot during the height of the pandemic when we were all cloistered and shit. Oh, I am so grateful. Like I... <sighs> On a very personal level, it was I, I it was very good for me in a lot of ways to have I like solitude. So for me and I also have a backyard. So I was able to dive into my gardening. I was able to spend a lot of time outside. I was able to go out in nature. I jumped in my Jeep. I went out to Mount Charleston. I went on a road trip. I, I actually went travel. I went to Mexico. Like I I just kind of hunkered down and just did a lot of stuff on my own and worked on myself and worked and why and uh, being lucky you know being you know that you were on cam you know being able to cam so I just upped myself Mm -hmm. on camming the only fans all those other sites to sell things on and and sell your products and your videos and everything else on I just did all that yeah I think that that's a very similar response I think a lot of us really internalize it not like a lot of times people, especially cam models, I find, you know, we isolate ourselves so much. We work from home. We do everything from home. We don't get out much. So it was kind of a familiar vibe when everything got shut down. But even more so, like, I really internalized and was able to, um, like, reshift my focus on what was really important to succeed. Yeah. And, yeah, it was a, it was a successful year um, as well. I feel very fortunate because I know it's it wasn't the same for most yeah. of the world. Yeah. Um, and, I, and, like, and, I, and I, yeah, that's why I say on a personal level, you know, I don't want to mm-hmm. take away from what other people have went through either first of all professional level it was great like I worked on myself on all levels and and really realized like where I wanted to take my career how I want to focus it um how important it is to do content uh having all that content you know in our hands really makes you know things have changed so much you know with having like going from only having shoots like I remember I got in in 2010 I remember that's when camming was so spanking new. Like we got paid per hour. We got paid $20 an hour to cam. Oh, that was before 2010. Cause I don't look like it, but I'm almost 40. I started full time in 2010. Yeah, yeah. Or sorry, 20. Oh, sorry. 2012. But I did cam in 2010. Yeah. Yeah. Just full time in 2012. I mean, there was an hourly rate, but there was tokens and stuff it like started, that. Like, it was right it the, started that was coming right with the tokens, beginning. but I remember doing bank secretary and there was no tokens whatsoever. Yeah. It was a straight, yeah. uh, like an hourly pay. Then they started to add tokens. Then they started to mm-hmm. add this and that and then they realized how much more we would make if we just relied on the tokens and stuff like that and then that whole turned into like naked.com oh. and all these other like other sites eventually just started spurting out of everywhere it was crazy but yeah, yeah. so yeah, 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 yeah it yeah. started around the same time then um well that i got in as well yeah yeah well, i've actually been naked on the net since 2005 but in terms oh, of yeah, camming yeah. 
you know, camming, I mean, like, I'm an OG Chatterbait cam model. I was baby, baby Chatterbait yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, it's been so cool to watch the industry evolve since then, and even more so thanks to the pandemic. It's really just gone kaboom. It's really put a lot um, of power in our hands. It yeah, definitely exactly. has. It's definitely shown that we uh, we are our own bosses, and we are a completely, like, self-oiled machine. Like, we don't actually need outside <laughs> sources to help us flourish. You mean lubed, right? Lubed. <laughs> Absolutely. You you talked about how you love nature and love traveling. Can you tell us about some of your favorite places that you've traveled before now that we're able to do that again? Yeah, um, I love Costa Rica. Costa Rica is like another home for me. Uh, I go there all the time. I'm going to probably plan a few trips this year, maybe stay quite a few weeks. Um, Like I said, I have my photographer friend down there. I went to permaculture school down there. yeah, I love Costa Rica. If you haven't been, go. It's also a great place that if I love to solo travel, I'm not a big, I, I've traveled with friends occasionally, but I prefer solo travel. It's a great place that if you're into that or you want to experience solo travel, I suggest that it's safe. Um, I've never had a problem. I go there and I enjoy myself very much. Um, I actually, yeah. I actually just recently got back from Ecuador, which was an unbelievable experience. And I honestly did not really know what Ecuadorian food would be about or or what kind of other, you know, uh, contributions from surrounding countries would be there. And I was completely blown away by the food. I can't even, like, I'm thinking about it, I'm getting goosebumps. Like, it was so unbelievably good. Is there anywhere that you've traveled where, like, the food has just left, like, an impact on you? Yeah. Uh, Costa Rica uh, <laughs> it's definitely like any of those Central and South America places I'd probably say you know I'm probably more familiar with Central America but South America too like Peru and stuff like that is a really beautiful place if you've never gone definitely check it out um, be open minded to some of the different foods that are there and that you will see <laughs> totally. and they do have like wet markets so like I, I was kind of curious like what kind of food is in Costa Rica well Costa Rica I mean it's Central America so you're gonna have you know your fish your fruits your veggies it's it's very yeah I would always I God my main dish I usually get there would be probably rice and beans and plantains ooh plantains uh, you know fish yeah. Uh, mostly probably because I'm usually on the coast so like in in general like anytime you travel just look at where you're traveling especially if you're traveling to a place that's you know that maybe like the refrigeration system like they're not like so I've traveled places where they're still living in like adobe brick place like in places I've stayed in places in Peru for instance where it's very like there's adobe bricks there's no plumbing there's you know Mm -hmm. so be aware where you're staying. Like if you're on the coast, seafood's going to be great there. But I wouldn't order seafood inland. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So yeah, same same goes for Canada. Same goes for you know, I think anywhere. I think like, why would I order just, like why yeah. am I going to order seafood in North Dakota? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's not going to be fair. the freshest. That's going to be frozen <laughs> at some point. Well, since we're talking about food, do you have a favorite like go to after sex snack that you're into? Ooh, after sex snack. <laughs> I'm like, do I just pass out? <laughs> <laughs> I love food. I, I'm like, I smoke a lot of weed sometimes, so I, 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 uh, I love food. Period. Guilty. Uh, I love. I, I don't know if I have an after sex snack though. Do I even eat after sex? Huh? 
Honestly, when I come on cam, the, the first, like, I can't stop thinking about food. Like, I'm like, sorry, guys. I know we just came back. I got to go. Oh, yeah. I'm coming. I'm talking about food. <laughs> I actually, yeah. I, sometimes I wonder if I have a food fetish because I like the way I eat and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, I know after anal scenes, I definitely try to eat like, I like, I like to eat pasta after anal scenes. Like a good spaghetti and meatballs or something like that. I feel like the protein and the carbs is something I need. But I don't have a go-to snack. I'm kind of like, what's in the house? Let's eat if I'm hungry. Like right, I mean, now, makes- I'm, right, like right now, I'm thinking about the dark chocolate cashews I have over there. <laughs> <laughs> I might eat those. I mean, those do time. sound delicious, honestly. Or sometimes I'm just exhausted and I need a glass of water and pass the hell out, you know? Right, I mean, my favorite after-sex snack is more sex, but, I mean, that's just me. Yeah, <laughs> sit on my face. <laughs> so I just have the one sex. more question for you. Um, what advice would you give your younger self? What advice would I give my younger self? Don't worry so much. It's all going to work out. Short and sweet. I love it. We want you, yes, you, to join us on Chatterbait.com. Come find me online today. Make my toys vibrate, make me scream, make me squirm, make me, ah. (laughs) It's free and easy to sign up today with no credit card required to chat. Come find me. What are you waiting for? Alexis, we got a game to play. Sweet. We are going to play a quick round of Would You Rather. Would I Rather. Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready? All right. Let's let's do it. Would you rather not have sex for a whole year or have it every day of your life but never orgasm? (gasps) I'm offended by that. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I love the synchronized gasping. So, yes, I know this one. It's hard. But you got to pick one. That sounds like a horrible relationship I already had. (laughs) Motherfucker never made me come, but I don't know why I stayed in for so long. <laughs> so you have experience when you're answering this question give now. Me at least one all year. Come on, fuck. That's a horrible choice. <laughs> at least, at least have one. I mean, like, could I pleasure myself outside of sex, or is it just that's it? Oh. Um, I mean, that's not specified. Yeah. So if I could pleasure but... myself out of sex, then I'd be like, yeah, fuck, I'll fuck that dude all year long. I've already had relationships where I had to, you know, take care of it myself <laughs> anyway. So, <laughs> and, you know, all my all right, exes well, that are going to watch we'll this and be like, okay. I wonder if that was me. Probably was. If you have to ask if I came, I didn't come. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why this. Come on, dude. Like, I think you would know that. <laughs> all right. Would you rather walk around topless all the time or rock around pantsless all the time? <sighs> yeah, I think I'd rock around How- topless all the time. I don't want to sit the cooch down on certain things. You know what I mean? True. True. Things could go in there. Yeah, that's a fair point. I don't want to sit down on something that I'm going to be like, oh, that was disgusting. 
I'd leave a little snake. <laughs> trail to my friends. Is wet. there anything in there? Like, it's just not going to be good. Hey, Joe, I said some gross. Can you get that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what are best friends for? Come on. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> I already torture him enough. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Joe. <laughs> All right, let's see here. What's the next one? Uh, would you rather have sex in the shower or sex in the car? <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Um, sex in the shower or sex in the car? Dangerous, slippery sex or cramped backseat sex? I would rather have slip. I'd rather have slippery and shower sex. At least you know you're all getting clean. Yeah, There's a little bit more room back. as well. Yeah, a little bit more room. I, I've had some. Oh man, I had tow truck sex. That was for a scene. Now that I was trying to fuck the two tow truck driver to get my car. Oh, tow truck. I was like, I was thinking feet. I was like, tow truck. I was like, oh my God, is that a new kind of porn? I just haven't <laughs> discovered yet. I was like. <laughs> yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a while ago. I can't even remember. It was like shot in Miami and I had a fucking this tow truck and it was in Miami. So, you know, like the humidity was something. I think it was even a rainy ass day. And it was hot, humid. The windows were foaming up. It was it was fabulous. It was great. Hot. Wow. I was thinking like, who do I have to fuck around here to get a free tow? But like, Dude, it was just a scene. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would you rather be pinned to the wall during sex or pinned to the floor? Floor. I don't want to have to stand all that time. <laughs> so you'll offer the rug burns instead. I guess. I <laughs> But I'm gonna lose my balance. All right. I mean, both sound really fun. It just depends on the length and time that I would need to. But I, I thought of a couple of positions where if I was pinned on the floor, that would be a lot of fun. I was getting so many bruises. Like I'm just bony as fuck, and so I'm just getting bruises all over my body if I'm like having sex on the floor. So you're doing the. It's okay. You can just get more tattoos that'll cover all the bruised that's, areas. It, like. it, that's what I'm trying to do. You're working on it. <laughs> all right. Let's see here. Uh, would you rather have meaningless one night stands your whole life or committed sexual relationships that don't go past one year? <laughs> Again, I think I live this. <laughs> Both scenarios. <laughs> so, from experience. Uh, are the, is, the, is it a monogamous relationship or is it an open relationship or any type of relationship I want for a year? It, it's a committed sexual relationship. So let's call it one-on-one time exclusive oh, for one year, but it never goes beyond that. Or meaningless one-night stands, like you'll never see the same person twice. I'm fine with that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Variety <laughs> is the spice I'm of I'm life. I might be with a guy that can't make me come for a year, so... <laughs> I better get with my chances and just roll the dice each night. <laughs> you know? Oh my god! Hey, it might be a dude, might be a lady. Who knows? It'll just roll the lady. Like I don't give a fuck. Let's just have fun. Let's see what happens. Yeah. All right. Would you rather be able to do foreplay only with your hands or only with your mouth? <gasps> oh god, I love both. <sighs> The two are the best. Separating just seems cruel and unusual punishment, ladies. Uh, That's why we were asking you. Are we working on a guy or a woman? Either or. Fuck. I'll do my hands. Walk off. Uh, I feel like, you know, after all, your neck starts to hurt. Yeah, I feel like I could do this for a lot longer. for a really long time. But the hands. If I you give it. I if you give creative. a hand job with a Fitbit on, you I get a lot of I can pretend I'm somebody or... else with my other hand. <laughs> 
Be like, see, I told you that bitch doesn't know how to jerk your dick. Try me. <laughs> Says Dr. Fox. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'd be creative. What can I say? <laughs> call me call me Barbara today. I don't care. <laughs> Carol. <laughs> Would you rather spank someone or be spanked? Uh, I'd rather spank. Spank Same. someone, yeah? Same. I like, I have quite the deadly little hand here. I like just how it <laughs> sounds. I'm like, oh. Well, I'm so tiny. Everybody I, thinks that I'm going to hit like a girl and then they're surprised when I leave a welt like this big on their ass. Damn. I love going to expos and girls will be like, hey, will you spank me on camera? And I'll be like, are you sure you want me to? Yeah, I gave one that like lasted like three hours. Oh, my gosh. And I was like. <laughs> yes, like that's uh, my girl. work. Uh, you, should no. take, you should take pictures of the, the handprint and start and make a coffee table book out of it. The asses yeah. I've smacked, whatever, or my hand on asses, my handprint, the print. Oh yeah, G- give me a few minutes. I'll come up yeah. with something. I know, right? I'm like already thinking about it. I'm like, this is this is my retirement plan. I'm I'm just gonna take all the unsolicited dicks and make NFTs out of it, and call, like whatever their name is is gonna be the artist name, and then I'm gonna send them the link, so they're gonna have to buy it in order to get it taken down. Well, you'll be having a whole bunch of NFTs named Kyle, so have fun with that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got one more right. for you. Uh, would you rather have sex with no foreplay or foreplay with no sex? I'm cool with uh I'm cool. I love foreplay. Uh, me too. Yeah. I do. I love it. And I, I know, like, you know, guys aren't. I mean, girls with sex, I'll probably come. But, like, guys aren't always good at, like, just maneuvering that position. So, with foreplay, they have a higher chance of of the end goal, at least as far as I'm concerned. Of giving you that one orgasm a year that you deserve. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) God, what a prick that would be. I would be so mad. Shit. Oh well, you are a freaking blast. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm pissed off at that guy. I don't, never, I don't even know who this fake guy is, but I'm mad at him. How dare you, sir? Right. This is this is the first. This is the first like uh, non-existent divorce that she's gonna have. Oh, uh, I'm gonna beat the shit out of him. Femdom. Femdom. <laughs> Obey me. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I would love it if you would share where people can find you on the internet, where they can buy your coffee, watch your podcast, all that cool stuff. Yes, you can buy my coffee at highafcoffee.com. You can uh, check out our podcast where it's the highest box show. We're on Apple. We're on all over the place. Spotify, uh, YouTube. We have a, a Patreon. the to we're all over literally just google us um you can find my instagram at, at alexis fox live uh twitter is at alexis fox and again that's f-a-w-x um foxfans.com if you want to get kinky um get our groove on you want me to rate your dick that's where to find me <laughs> Well, guys, go follow her in all those places, and your dick can get high as fox. Yes, yes. (laughs) And thank you all for tuning in. We will see you next time. See you next time, Sex Squad. 
Hey Sex Squad. Remember to spank that like button and subscribe on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash camminglife. And make sure to subscribe to Sex Tales wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. <laughs> yes.